as we turn immediately from the Thanksgiving holiday and we jump into the Christmas season, it is easy to get overwhelmed by all of the Christmas shoulds. We should buy this and this and this and this and this and this, and we should do this and this and this and this and this and this. Our holidays fill up very quickly and we wind up stressed, stretched, exhausted. Let's not do Christmas that way. That's what we're praying about today. And if you think that others that you know would benefit from praying about that, praying for a season of true peace and joy, then now would be a great time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 71 and we pray about our holiday season. But before we do that, we're going to open up with a bit of worship prayer. This week we're talking or focused on the name of God, Jehovah Jireh. God will provide. It's found in Genesis twenty-two fourteen, and it's the story of Abraham when he takes his son Isaac at God's direction out into the wilderness to be sacrificed. Certainly, this is one of the most difficult passages in the Torah. We're not actually digging into it today, but in the end of that passage, as we will see in our verse for today, this is where that name comes from. We're going to honor God as our provider today. The root word for the name Jireh literally means to see. So the compound name, the two words together, when we put them together, means to provide. One commentator says this, The account of Abraham on Mount Moriah thus becomes more than a dramatic illustration of faith and obedience. It is a presentation of the Lord's eternal grace, continual provision, and all-encompassing wisdom. Jehovah Jireh is not the Lord did provide, but the Lord will provide. In other words, the name does not simply memorialize a past event. It anticipates a future action. Christianity.com says, when Abraham calls God Jehovah Jireh, he isn't just saying, God gives the goods. He is saying, you see and experience all this need of mine, and you make provision for it. It is deeply personal. So let's take a look at today's verse. We have Genesis twenty-two fourteen. It says, And Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. So today it is said, it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. All right, let's jump into prayer, y'all. Father, I'm grateful for this opportunity today to come before you, to honor you as the one who will provide. You have the ability to see our lives not just the moment that we're in, but all of the moments together. And you know exactly what we need. And just as you provided a sacrifice for Abraham that was not his son, when you knew his need, you will provide for us as well. I do want to also say that you provided for Abraham after you saw his immediate obedience and his willingness to do what you ask, no matter how confused it made him, no matter how fearful it made him, no matter how, um, how much he didn't understand, he immediately responded in trust and obedience. And that's when you provided for him. So I pray that you will see that also in our lives, that trust and obedience. But I honor you today as the one who provides and the one who has the power to provide for all of the things that we need. 
as we honor you today for that, I also ask that you would provide all that we need for this time period, for this this prayer time that we're in right now. And I ask that you would guide it and direct it. Let it be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to dive into the second portion of our broadcast today, and we are starting an Advent series. This will take us up through Christmas week, and we're going to be looking at four different words. We're going to be looking at this week, separate, and then meditate, anticipate, and celebrate. So four words leading us through the Advent season, separate, meditate, anticipate, and celebrate. Christmas can be crazy. This year, 2020, is crazy enough. So let's choose to walk deliberately into this season at the pace of God. We know how our kids want Christmas to look. We know what gives us comfort from our own traditions, what our family expectations are. But what does God want this season to be for you? Let's make this a week of intentionally drawing away from the world and turning towards God. Now, you may have already been sucked into the crazy of the online sales and the shopping and the have to get it all done now, but we can spend this week changing that pace. We can pull away from the world and turn towards God. So that's kind of what these two verses are about today. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Those are our verses that we're going to pray through and kind of offer up our season to God and help us choose to deliberately step into this season. All right, let's get started. Father, this is a beautiful season. Everybody loves Christmas. Well, maybe not everybody, but most people love Christmas. It's a time that we kind of get to play and relax and experience joy in a way that maybe we don't the rest of the year. This is sort of a set-apart season anyway, and we can choose to set it apart for the right purpose. Just experiencing fun or gifting is not what we want out of this season. We don't just want to be excited to see snow falling. We don't want to be just excited at the glee of our children or the the twinkling lights, or how it feels to bake for people. All that's just fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But Lord, we want this season to be about you. You tell us that we have been crucified with you. It's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. And we want the life that we live now to be lived in faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. That's where my focus needs to be, not just this season in all of life, but it's sometimes easier to lose track of in this season that is supposed to be holier, sort of, (laughs) and instead we fill with other things. So help us as we look at this season, as we look at our plans, as we look at our schedule, as we look at our budget, as we look at all the things that we want to do and cram into these three weeks or four weeks, pray that we would be guided by you who live in us and not by all of the other things, not by our flesh, whether it's meeting expectations of the past or 
or meeting expectations of what this year would have been this Christmas or the expectations of our culture or our relatives or our friends. I pray that all of that would be silenced in the hush of turning towards you instead, that we would not be conformed to the way this world celebrates this holiday, but instead we would be transformed by the renewal of our minds so that we can discern your will in this season, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Lord, help us to live this season at your pace and not ours. Speak to us about what we need to do to slow down, to turn towards you. What does that look like as a framework of habits? What does that look like as a choice that we need to make? What does that look like as our own personal time with you? Speak to us in all of those things. That what does it mean for us to celebrate this season at your pace and not ours? In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for praying with me today. I really, really appreciate it. If you're watching this broadcast on the Grace in the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, we will be back again on Wednesday for another edition. Share it with someone who would appreciate it. Join us on Wednesday. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing and sharing it with a friend will help more people be able to join us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, giving you the truth and the tools to help you live the life that God wants of you. My heart is that as we pray together in this time, as we pray through these verses, that we will grow in our prayer lives, that you will grow and that I will grow, and that God will use this time to to answer these prayers in mighty ways and increase our faith. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.